0: The hell is going on. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? What What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? What the hell is going
1: on? Call
0: in America podcast,
1: the one show where your voice matters. Our show is pre-recorded live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Join hosts Kelvin and Taylor as they get real about this week's topics. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Call in America. Now, without further ado, here's Taylor and Kelvin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Kelvin. I'm Taylor. And we are the CIA. Call in America. Call it in. Hey, baby, I didn't uh, I didn't choke this time when I when I did that, so I would say that I am- uh, Off to one. a good start. Off to a good start, man. That's how you started last
2: week. How are you feeling today, Tay? Doing good.
1: Why are you doing good?
2: What is good about today? So much about the DNC this week. Right? So I,
1: much about the DNC, absolutely. It's, actually, it's, it's a topic.
2: There's a conversation going on right now about it.
1: I was tuning into it a little bit, and uh, they had some really good stuff, so I'm kind of bummed we're going to miss that, but- Uh, we're going to have a good show today. So I'm
2: excited. this is our second week of, uh, our new format. Absolutely. We also have some special, special. Hey, we got some
1: product placement. We're We got some unboxing to do. I think that's what they called on, on the, on the, uh, intranets, the interwebs, if you will, uh, unboxing. So we've got, uh, so call in America. I'll just talk. Now we'll talk about this a little bit. Let's go over the topics. Let's go over the new format of the the callers and what they can and can't do when they call in. And then, uh, let's get into this, uh. To shout out black businesses let's it. also
2: make sure can you guys hear us okay out there if you can put into the comments just verify you can hear us saying, please uh, share the
1: stream guys share the share stream that. i think i'm gonna do like a contest for everybody who shares the stream your name's gonna be put in a hat and then uh once a month i'm gonna pull uh, uh pull your name out of a hat and give you a hundred dollar gift card whoa hundred! share the stream you might win some money that's not a that's not a legit thing right now this just kind of like a <laughs> it's a concept that we're that i just thought or maybe today. you can so, win some wine Hey man, you know, so this is a really good one. Oh, that's what I forgot to do before we even
2: get into that. Tay, what are we talking about this week? Tell them the topics, baby. We are talking about was it QAnon?
1: We talk about QAnon, yes, which is oh, oh, oh which is very, very interesting. I uh, can't wait to get into that segment.
2: And we have a guest that's going to talk about that today, and then we're also talking about uh, the DNC, just everything that's going on with the talking election. about the DNC, bringing on some uh, specials or uh, bringing on some experts that have their opinion that can walk us through it.
1: Well, not necessarily experts. These are just these are our guest hosts are just they're just people, you know, the people with I was thinking about that, too, because we're we're, again, we're trying to, you know, really uh, refine what we're doing here and and make it the best thing possible. And I love that about creating content um, is that uh, it's, it's your show. It's your show. So um, uh, we're doing that. And uh, these are just good people who are just passionate about what what uh, what they're going to be talking about. Or they just kind of have some ideas and thoughts. So um, they've got their opinions. They're going to share their opinions. We've got our opinions. you got your opinions. So speaking of opinions, your opinion is not right. It is yours. That is the motto of the show. Uh, our show is a safe space to have dialogue. Um, everybody's got their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, but at the end of the day, we all need to come together. So that is that is that's what we're doing here, guys. And uh, we want to have a little bit of fun with it. Make sure you got yourself something to drink if you are, uh, you know, uh, into non-alcoholic beverages. Make sure you do that. But we are we are sipping on some wine today, Tay. Some cold wine, some some frozen wine. So the name of this uh, is Oh goodness, I have, but I want to make sure that I do it justice. It actually says it right on the front. Boom, fine wine, fine wine enterprises, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I met this. I met this beautiful woman. who knows, her name is Sarah, and uh, she's a black business owner. I met her off of. Uh, I think I saw her business on one of those uh, those black pages that was like all oh, black businesses. I had to get off that because it was that's a whole another topic for a different show. But there's a lot of interesting things on there, a lot of self hate on there. But anyway, this was a wonderful person that I met, and uh, she she does she she's a bartender. She started this company, and uh, it's amazing stuff. I saw her products. I was like, hey, I'd love to start featuring a black business each week on our show because um, one of the goals to, in my life is to rebuild black wealth in America, and I'm going to do that by just no-cost brand advertising, man. If you gotta, if you got something out there that you guys want to promote and it's a black business or a black uh, cause or a passion, let us know, baby. We'll put on the show. But these are little wine coolers, so I'm going to be sipping on some wine coolers. Tay's going to have one. Right now, I'm having... Strawberry Mango
2: Henny. Oh, that's the seed. Oh, is it? Oh, I'm
1: about to be drunk. This
2: one's called Love and Oh, my and God. What is it? Love and Affection.
1: Love and Affection. What is, it? What, what is this? Sir? I don't
2: know. Okay. This uh, one is, you should have a oh, Crown Apple Cooler.
1: Oh, this like, is some liquor. Is
2: drink, drink.
1: Oh, my God. I'm about to be drunk. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: So, you know what? This, I'll have one of these. The first thing I see when I see this mm. is... That's so interesting. Obviously, the design, right? So, if you guys yes. can't tell, it's like in this plastic container. He uh, Kelvin threw it in the freezer That's and it took it out I what, thought what, was supposed like an to hour do ago and it kind of... Yeah. It started to liquefy, but you have this like little knob up here that you can open quickly. Oh. This is like perfect. I, I think of my parents when I see this because they're avid golfers. And these are things that slide right into Oh, my legs, goodness. You know? Tay. Is it good? Okay, so first, so are I'm, you I'm gonna adult, speak my truth. Uh, what are those things called? Uh, Capri Suns. Capri this Sun, is like yeah. an adult,
1: this is an adult Capri Sun, okay? Oh, so you don't know why I got so loud there. Um, So, I'm gonna tell you the truth. When I first started sipping on this, I was like, oh, this don't, there's something off about this, but I'm gonna go ahead and support it because, you know, that's what I wanna do. But I didn't realize it was Hennessy. This ain't no wine. Fine wine is the, <laughs> that is so funny. I'll be drunk on this show. Okay, I'm gonna take my time. I'm taking time, but I'm gonna try to taste at least, all three of these okay so we're gonna see what happens here on call in america all right guys let's jump right into it we got a lot of show ahead of us tonight so um we're gonna we're gonna invite a very special guest this guy's name is frank gaxiola frank is absolutely amazing um we're gonna talk about him in just a little bit but when he comes on we're gonna get right in to the dnc let's bring on
0: frank howdy howdy frank what is good my friend welcome to the show Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I hey, wish hey, I was there to have some of your wine, but I've got some of my own here.
1: You know, I thought I was having wine, Frank, but this is some straight up Hennessy. It's like a oh, That's wine. right. That's right. Yeah, it was. It's amazing. This is absolutely amazing. So, I'm in love with it. Frank, you that's... know what we're talking about today? We were talking about the DNC. We're now in day 4 of the DNC, and um, I caught a little bit of glimpses today, but I was able to tune in the last few days. I want to hear from you. Speak the truth.
0: What do you like about it? What do you love about it? Let's get into it. <laughs> Well, I got to be honest. I actually haven't had a chance to really watch very much of it whatsoever. I've been reading on it. I'm big on reading news. And also I listen to NPR pretty much all day long, every
3: day. So
0: I've been hearing the highlights and some information from it there. So, you know, one thing that I do find disappointing that I've heard so far, though, is the lack of younger people Hmm. that they had speak. You know, I hear that they did like a Hmm. highlight of up and coming people and just gave them a little bit of time and OAC was one of the first or one of the people on that. But mm-hmm. you know uh, we need more of the younger people being able to speak. You know, it's too much of the older folks, the old guard that that, that seems to not want to relinquish any part of mm-hmm. control, I suppose. You know, and that's the problem with any party, with DLC, oh well. From, With the Republican Party, who the fuck knows what's wrong with them these days? Everything is going crazy and falling apart on that end. But as far as the DNC goes, they need to understand that the large part of their electorate is young. And they do want more people that represent them and reflect them to speak. And we've got the people that are starting to get positions that are young enough to take that role. They just need to be given a bigger voice uh, amongst the party, in my opinion. I don't know. That's what I just—that's my blurt for now. I'm not an expert by any means.
1: <laughs> that's absolutely amazing, my friend. Absolutely amazing. Um, y- you know, here's the thing: is that the young people—they are—they are all about this stuff. They're—they're they're all about yeah. what's happening in politics, uh, and fantastic. they're also. You know, and it's amazing, and, and I learned a lot about this from TikTok. Now I have my my ideas about TikTok and kind of what that's about, but um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of youth that that want to be heard in regards to what's happening in America. So it, it's very interesting that they wouldn't have you know a lot of these TikTok stars like what like start there. You know, I mean that's that's really being connected to your youth right there is using the mediums that they use to connect. I mean, they TikTok literally made Trump look like a fool. I don't know how, how much you, you know about that, but that's what. Yeah, yeah.
0: About
2: his, uh, yeah. his rally
0: Tulsa. That's one of the biggest reasons yeah. why he wanted to shut it down. That you know, brilliant,
2: brilliant. So, oh, and that's what, uh, I mean, that's what they said. won a lot of Obama's votes was that he went out to Facebook, right? He connected with the younger generation where the younger generation was. So it's definitely social media is, has always been a part of our, a lot of our lives for this past several decade or so. Uh, but now it's entering politics. Now I think the, the oh, yeah. world is starting to understand the power of it.
0: Yeah. Well, look, everybody went crazy when Bill Clinton played the saxophone. Hey, man, on, it was it Jalen Arsenio. That was the thing in our day, or at least in my day. Sure. I'm in my mid 40s, so that was the big thing in my day. Frank, it's you just the words, equivalent These days, you don't. took the words just, right out of my mouth. You
1: took the words right out of my mouth, man. <laughs> I was going really to say, "Hey, man, they could, they can't top uh, uh, Bill Clinton on, on freaking Arsenio." That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. So I mean, that's a part of the. That's part of the gig, right? You got You got to connect with people and connecting yeah. with youth, who a lot of times, kind of, you know, they haven't been involved in politics, right? Like if we're going to speak this truth. They haven't been involved. I, I was one of them. Like when I was younger, I was like, whatever, my life's good. Like I'm not, I'm not that involved. We have young people, like young, young people, who are upset, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're upset. Right. Right, status right quo.
0: And they don't they don't like what's been going on.
1: So that's that's a very interesting point.
0: Well, now, look what they've grown up with so far their entire lives. Come on now. The, the kids that have been born in the mid to late 90s on only know turmoil, only know war. They're the, they're the nine post 9-11 kids, you know, they it's don't really know anything prior to that. It's always been an upheaval for them. Yeah. So, of course, thankfully, they're more energized to be involved. hmm.
2: Now, one thing that, uh, actually, Kelvin, you pointed out, I believe it was on Tuesday's discussion, and we kind of, we caught the tail end of it and then had to go back and watch it, but uh, you were <laughs> kind of noticing some of the corniness.
1: Oh, no, that's what I'm going to talk I got my
2: points, right? So I got my points. I had to write them
1: down. We're not going to get there yet, because that's, that we're going to save the best for last, baby. Well, I mean, that would save the worst for whatever. But um, let's talk about <laughs> Michelle, man, let's talk about Michelle. So I,
0: I take it you, uh, didn't, you didn't get to, did you get to listen to her speech? Uh, I've heard bits and pieces of it and I did read. I've heard she it. It. She uh, i heard you rocked it. I haven't had a chance to watch all of it, but from what I've read and gleaned, she rocked it. She amazing. rocked it. I mean, and She always does. She's, she's a brilliant best. woman. That's yeah, exactly the point.
1: Like, intelligent, I'm a brilliant woman. I'm almost like, people are just like, oh my God, Michelle, Michelle, like, what did you think she was going to do? You know, and, and I say this, I say this from, from being from being black, I, and I'm just going to call a spade a spade. When you are black and you have that position, like you're that position of power, and that you know you have that many people looking at you, you have to come correct. You have to come yeah. correct. You yeah. always have to be the best. Um, it's just it's it's kind of what it is to be black That's the top of front of the show. But oh, uh, you know that's just that's my my opinion of it. You know, and, and the same thing goes for Obama's speech. I listened to, I listened to Obama's speech today, and uh, he nailed it. He nailed it. What was interesting though about him. Was that for the first time, and he even, he even said it, you know, like this, this has been kind of like a thing that's been talked about. He called out Trump. He yeah. called out Trump. He call, called him out for what's happening. He said that our democracy is in danger if we allow this, this type of energy to continue. And so, you know, that was very, um, that was very like, okay, okay, Obama, you're speaking your truth now. Speaking your
2: truth, so he doesn't have to be PC anymore.
1: He does not have to. Hey, and he and he is showing he's showing the world that. So, give us a call, guys. Speak your truth. 585 Frank is an is a new guest host on the show. Let's let's give him the full experience. Who's gonna be our first caller? Way in on the DNC. What do you think about it? Is it good? Is it great? Is it bad? Is it cheesy? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get right into it. So before we do that, before because I'm oh I cannot wait to bring this up. I, I just really like it. Lost me when this happened, but um, so before we get into that, my so a lot of the messaging from the DNC that I've seen so far is yeah. is very anti-Trump, right? Like that's that's kind of their bag. They they're just very much you know well, we, we can't have Trump. Bag. And it's such a I mean it's the bag. It's right. the bag that Democrats are. The, it's it's their bag. Like that's what that's what their whole message is that we can't have Trump. Now I'm gonna speak my truth. Many of you guys. On, on the show know this about me um i was not voting for biden i was not voting for biden and trump had nothing to do with uh me wanting to vote for biden or not wanting to vote for biden um i didn't vote for biden i wasn't gonna vote for biden because he told me i wasn't black if i didn't vote for him yeah. i don't i don't need that kind of i don't need that kind of that that kind of uh, abuse team. in my life i don't it's like a, it's like the, as far as i'm concerned it's it's an unhealthy relationship that, that I was having with the Democratic Party. And I just was, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. And it was like it was like a wake-up call for me. So I walked away yeah. from the Democratic Party. Well, the only reason Biden's getting my vote is because there's a black woman. There's a black not only woman. Like like
2: it. A black woman, but like a really a great one. really good qualified. A great one. A so great one. Multicultural black
1: woman. Multicultural, yeah, baby. Multicultural, fucking educated, well educated, you know.
2: Yeah. And that's essentially kind of, I mean, I I'm in the same. I'm voting in the same way that Calvin is, but I'm really voting for Kamala as VP when I really wanted to be my president, you know?
1: Hey, but yo. well, you know what, you know, who was the president when Obama was in office, you know, Dan Wells, Michelle, come on now, speak that truth. Okay. <laughs> Behind every great man is a woman or another man. Um, <laughs> now, um, so let's, let's get to the corniness, man. So, so again, I think that I think that the anti-Trump message is it, it it is and it has been the message and I get that message. Um, that message is not what brought me over to to the Biden Harris ticket. What brought right. me over
3: there was
1: because of a Black woman. So, you know, I wrote this down earlier. Democrats, we are good at feeling good, right? We're good at feel. We love to feel good. We love to feel good because what what the DNC has done for me is it it is it is it is giving me hope. Like, honestly, it has like I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love I love feeling good. Right. But that's that's also that's also a, a, a flaw in the Democratic Party is that we only care about feeling good and we only care about like, no, 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 we don't want to hear the bad stuff about ourselves. We don't we don't want to. That's not true. That's not true. We want to we fight stuff where when I walked away from the Democratic Party and I started to listen to to how we talk. Right. And, yeah. and to, the, to the to the things that were coming at me, it's just it's very interesting. that I was like, wow, man, like we are. We are not as great as we say that we are, right? And there's a lot of racism, misogyny, and like, you know, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of hate in the Democratic Party huh? um, before we even begin to talk about uh, the Republican Party. So that's just kind of like my, my, my two cents on that. But um, so I just, I fear, I fear that we're getting lost in the hope. And I think that that's what happened in 2016, because uh, we were so bent on a woman's going to be president, a woman's going to be president, yeah. and lost it, right? Lost it. So I think we got to be careful. I think we got to be careful. What, what do you say about that?
0: Well, I, I'm a Latino and I'm also Native American, you know, yeah. uh, indigenous, indigenous, indigenous American. So, um, you know, I, I do feel like I take it for granted quite, quite a few. And I am yeah. actually not a Democrat. I was a Democrat for many years. Ironically, I was a Republican, then changed to Democrat. Speaking true. And the then uh, for the last six, seven years, I've been an independent. It's
1: a, it's a great space to live in. It's a great yeah. space to live in because you can honestly step back and be like, no, you're not going to put thoughts into my head. Like, I'll make my decision on, on what I feel. And, um, and actually, you sound crazy right now. You know what I mean? So, sure.
2: <laughs> like I understand why politicians need to choose Democratic, Democrat or Republican, but why do U.S. citizens? Like, why can't we all just be independent and vote on all the same thing? Like, what's-
1: well, th- so there is an independent party. And so I know
2: that, yeah, but it restricts you from voting on certain things. Like you have to be a Democrat to vote on certain Democratic yeah, uh,
3: policies. Yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Right. Exactly. And you're same right. thing for Republicans. You're right. Like, you're right. Why
2: does it matter? You're you right. Know? And I think that only thing right now, you know, a lot of the articles and listening in on uh, a lot of the the speeches that we've seen in the past week, like there's a clear divide between the Democrats and the Republican, right? More than ever, at mm. least in my lifetime, oh, God, more yeah. than ever, right? And our, you know, the politics. Politics are not meant to separate our communities and separate us being Americans. So why have, if you set up two different parties, obviously they're going to go after each other. Why not just Absolutely. have one for Americans and then have Democratic and Republicans for politicians? Like, I don't understand why that's not mm. a thing.
1: That's very interesting. I, I think what you're speaking, what, what I what I know to be as close to what you're talking about, um, you know, I think, is choice-ranked voting. And we just do a show yeah. on that. I want to do kind of like a, a segment on that because I just recently loined, loin, loin, of, loin, my loins. I just recently learned. It's another uh, channel. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's called America after dark. Uh, I recently learned about choice rank voting. And honestly, it's just like, what the hell is going on? Right. Like, what are we doing with this two party? You know, uh, what's it called? It's called. Um, it, well, it's a two party system, but it, but it's, uh, it's uh, not. Oh my gosh. Whoever gets the most votes, right? Like winner takes all. But it yeah. never it doesn't work that way because we've got this electoral college that really, uh, right, really, that really you know, it really sets the stage. Give us a call, guys five eight five five zero two seven nine two two. So Frank, welcome to the show, man. Part of, part of the show is at the very beginning. Uh, it, it takes a while for the calls to call in. So I hope that we get a, I hope that we get a call uh, for your segment. But we're gonna we're gonna move over and we're gonna start talking about um, the USPS after. Yeah. you after we talk about billy porter billy porter so now you just have to go and watch you have to go watch this part of the first night michelle obama gives this amazing speech amazing just knocks it out of the water people crying panties are being thrown it's like out of control (laughs) and um and then they cut instead of just ending it because she already dropped the mic before the mic hits the ground billy porter grabs this mic for for who knows what reason and begins to do a – what did you say that it was – did you say something like your friend saw it and it was uh, – they thought of like a um, – it was like – it was very like a – It
2: reminded me of like those uh, 90s type of uh, – not sitcoms, but like shows you would watch and Like school, Channel 7, right? Like, like, right? like Channel PBS. 7,
1: PBS, very much like, oh, this is like a local who's Love like production. trying to – Public and- access channel kind of yeah, thing. Access, this, yeah, that's public access. This is, yeah, yeah. That's exactly the word I was looking for. And he takes over and does this. I don't. I don't want to call it a drag number because he wasn't dressed in drag, but he was definitely dressed in a very uh, wearing a dress. Well, I, but I think it was more of a jacket. Oh. It was a, like
2: a female pantsuit with uh There you go. Long there you go. like a, a train. It, it was a train wreck. Okay. Nice. He usually wears really nice dresses.
1: I, like yes, yes, and and, and rightly so. The good thing. The thing.
2: Like I don't think he looked bad.
1: He looked great. He was out of place. So out of place. So. Uh and just so out of touch and what was he singing he was he was the what the, oh my god this is so bad he was singing <laughs> something happened in here While so there was a, i don't know if it was the original person i don't know enough about the song but there's a there's a white guy playing guitar while he's singing there's something happened in here doing this drag number behind uh green screen like transform it was like what just happened Michelle Obama just killed it, and she just <laughs> murdered what she like. You just you just took this. Well,
2: that's kind of common to the Democrats, away. right? Like, one step forward, five steps back. Hey, well, hey, hey.
1: <laughs> not the ending of the show. That is Taylor's opinion, but it was just, it was honestly amazing. It was truly amazing. Uh, we're gonna bring Kevin onto the show, and we're gonna we're gonna transition over to the United States Postal Service, baby, and uh, let's let's get into it, Let's, let's get into it. Let's go ahead and press that one right there. Oh. We
3: got Kevin.
4: Hey, Kevin. Hey.
1: hey. What is going on, my here? It looks like you are. So you, so you change set location.
4: Yeah. And I'm talking to the CIA. There's the storm going on behind me. Okay. I think if uh, if Q is listening, he doesn't have to probe too hard to see the secret <laughs> meaning here, right?
1: <laughs> that is okay. That that's okay. We're gonna talk about it a little bit, Kevin. Kevin, walk through
4: the show, baby. Um, so what what you have you watched like any of the DNC stuff at all? I catch some of it um, yeah. in the morning on like CNN has been doing recaps, so I've caught bits of it. Very good, my friend. Let's talk
1: about the United States Postal Service. So uh, rumor has it Trump is 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 not supporting them uh, in a way to kind of shut them up so that we can't so that he can kind of guarantees win. Which whether or not that's true. Um, they're not being funded and, uh, and Trump knows how to win. That, that is, everybody knows that about, about me. That's what I always say. And I always will say Trump is good at winning. That's what he does, whether it's the right way or the wrong way he wins. And so, um, uh, so what say you guys, what say you guys, there's, there's mailboxes being removed. Um, do you guys like the postal service? Has it benefited you? Do you like, what's, what are your thoughts on this? Kevin, take the floor.
4: Well, um, you know my understanding and I, I don't I don't know a whole lot about this subject, but my understanding is that um the post the postal service was greatly improved when fedex and USPS uh, u p s entered the scene um, that generally you know if, if it absolutely must arrive you send it via fedex or u p s so it's always been kind of the less reliable um, mail service and um you know, I, I I sympathize with with the fears that like trying to run an election through this thing is is going to be fraught, whether hmm. or not you know I, I think Trump has certainly said things that would indicate that he's not he's not like eager to fund exactly. the USPS anymore or or uh, or make that easy for anybody. I think there's like a strong version of of the conspiracy that he's actually like actively you know conspiring with other politicians to like stop it. Um, I don't know how much of that is true or you know, if there's anything to that at all. But um, yeah, I mean, look, if if they really wanna do universal mail-in ballots, um, it's gonna be hard to pull off with the current version of the USPS and maybe with more funding, it might be possible. And, and I think Trump's not eager to do that.
0: No, he, he most certainly is. Frank, what say you,
1: baby? Uh,
4: well, I mean,
0: I'm a big avid listener of NPR reading uh, the BBC every day as well. Uh, I'm a bit of a news hound. And uh, from what I've gathered from the sites and what I've heard, the sites that I read and what I've heard, the fund, they actually got additional funding with the last uh, pandemic bill that Congress passed. However, the money hasn't been spent yet. It's been put on hold
3: hmm. uh,
0: as far as for the, the Postal Service goes. Um, Trump just put in a temporary uh, New postmaster that runs the entire USPS or USPS who started implementing in a high, in a accelerated fashion uh, cuts that were approved actually to happen to start happening in January. But the cuts, according to this, is coming actually from what I heard on NPR who was they were talking to a woman who was the head of the, the uh, what is that called? The union, the postal union in Kansas City, uh, one of the largest uh, postal. Uh, uh, hubs uh, for the Midwest and they uh, they had machines that were supposed to be unplugged and covered with tarps that was what they were told that they were going to be done back in February February when the cuts were first announced however when this person took over with the Trump administration 30 days ago instead of doing that sorry I've got cats um, <laughs> they <laughs> instead What's of cats doing they are actually dismantling the machines, uh, machines that, actually, that will take weeks to remantle, but not only are they are dismantling, putting them outside in the back, underneath, you know, to hit, receive all the elements, you know, rain, et cetera. Those machines are pretty much considered to be destroyed and no longer good. There's no reason why these cuts needed to be accelerated to the point of the policies changing where they are actually s- purposely stumping, you know, styming. The postal yeah, service.
2: yeah, uh, and that's why I mean I've I know a lot of the the argument is that the postal service is a money suck right like it's they need funding they need they don't have the proper infrastructure but
0: it's not supposed also, to be a business to make money though
2: but also the, but the postal service well, hold on hold on the postal service came out and said we're doing fine yeah we're not losing yeah. Money. Yeah. with Speak the introduction so, yeah. into Amazon over the past ten years we're actually up in revenue I right. mean, we have so much right. that's coming through and honestly I mean. We order a shit ton of stuff off Amazon. Hmm. I'm not sending the letters every day, but I still get a ton of mail. We still like rely on it, and I've never lost anything. I've never had anything gone missing, and everything rarely ever show up late. And usually, it's because it's from a bad vendor, right? It's not the yeah. US's fault. It's because I ordered it from what I thought was Miami, and it's, it's coming from China. You know, like those are two different things, right? It's not transparent on on their website, you know. So. I don't, a don't even. A huge
0: amount of people their, a huge amount of people get their medication, their social security right, checks, right, their pension right, checks right, through right, the right. mail. That's a huge number is. because the generations above us they don't trust the internet and they don't trust things being well, electronically. And,
1: and that's and that's not their bag, right? Like yeah. that's they've gotten, from, and, they've gotten it from the mail. And, and they
0: should not. have a trustworthy postal system that takes
1: care of that. So two things, two things I want to say about that real quick is that a Tr- Trump said. What Trump Trump did say this, and I, and I, saw, I saw Trump said a lot of things. Uh, this one, this one I caught, and he said that you know, it, it's not about it's not about bailing them out. He goes, I think they're losing a lot of money by not charging Amazon enough. That is that is what I heard Trump say. Like, so, this it's week. so it's
2: opportunity loss So it's same like thing as losing.
1: And, and so and, and on that same token, you you are paying. I don't know how many thousands of people work for the U.S. Post Service, but the majority of time. The majority of the time now, when I'm when I'm expecting a debit card or I'm expecting like um, something from the DMV, you know, whatever, like I'm expecting something. I'm like, cool, I'll be able to check my mail. I don't need to check it every day. What I'm getting every day are ads. And that's what that's what they make most of their money off of is these ads that get thrown in the trash. Now, I, I don't I don't understand that piece. You know, it doesn't it doesn't sound like you need that much man hours and it doesn't sound like you need to 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 have the mail go out every single day. I think three times a week is totally fine. You
2: know, you know what's also worrisome to me is like, so even I was I'm kind of on the, the, this weird, like, I use mail, but then the internet came in and social media and all this type of stuff, right? Like So I was on the development of the internet growing okay. up. And so it was incorporated into my childhood. But these millennials that are younger than, you know, in their 20s that can vote – some of them maybe have never even mailed in a ballot before, right? Like they don't even know how to mail even works. Like, so a lot of our younger generations, like Frank, we were just talking about, right? Like the younger generations are getting more involved. They know how to use TikTok. They know how to use Facebook. They know how to use the Internet. They don't, in all honesty, know how the mail works. And even I've had my younger brother that's like, does the recipient go in the upper corner or in the middle, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. True. I got to Google that's it, true. right? That's true. They don't so know how to write a check. Like no, why? Because you said something where it's like we, we have our older generations that don't know how to use the Internet, which I agree with, right? Like, we're not going to try to teach 70-year-olds how to use the Internet Why? to send in their, their, uh, their votes, you know? But also at the same time, now we don't have our younger generation that may know how to use a mail-in ballot. You know, like, that's it sounds so simple, but honestly, like, it's the same thing. Older people knowing how to use the Internet and younger people knowing how to use the, the postal service. Very similar in nature. It's a it's a lack of intelligence or a gap in intelligence of how things work. You know,
0: I live in Colorado, and uh, Colorado has the second highest voting uh, um, we'll call it turnout in the nation, which sadly is still not very high. Um, but we are a state that does mail-in voting. Uh, so when yeah. you, when and you get works, your driver's license, works. you're automatically registered to vote. We, we do it every year. Register. We do it every year. Everybody, I, get, yeah. everybody gets a ballot. You don't have to request it. It's so, so simple. Not only can you mail it in, though, but there are over there are hundreds of drop boxes that are secure drop boxes where you can leave your ballot drop Sweet off your ballot chat. leading yeah. up to the election day. It, it, or you can it, just take your ballot and drop it off at the at the polls. It's not difficult. Yeah, it's or, really- and, really- in my opinion, it's it's better.
1: Yeah. So the U.S. Postal Service is a private it's a private like it's a private company like the government doesn't own it. Right. Like, am I am I correct in saying that? No, it's owned.
0: It's government run.
1: Okay. well, then I think that they should use it for government purposes and for like medication and stuff like that. Bring it down to three days a week. Send out the mail, the, the ballots. People can do whatever they want. If They want to walk it to the to the place or if they want to mail it in. You have the choice in that one. But everyone's getting one in their home. Everyone's getting in the home. If you if you are if you live live somewhere you've been there for longer than a year, send them the send them the thing. They they send us the census. The census is actually a lot of times more powerful than than, than voting because the census uh, determines what funding you're going to get in that uh, in in that area. And how you
2: many know? politicians? And- exactly.
1: So well, and and they send that they send that through the mail and through like internet. I'm even getting like text messages. Do do your census via text? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, how can we do the census? with all this technology and all these options, but when it comes to voting, it's like, oh, no, no, no. We, we have to be the most difficult and most outdated. It, it's it so weird.
2: Like, cause this topic has come up several times on the show of the government is so outdated. They're still relying on fax machines. Truly. They're relying Truly. on the US people. It's like, crazy. There are multi-billion dollar organizations that manage our funding, you know, like, Wells Fargo, right? Like, I give them my money and I only do online banking. You know, they don't have any. No problem. House. No problem. You're telling me if, my money is not safe, but my vote is like through you, the. Land, right? Your like, vote's like, not safe, but your money's safe. Like, like that's. If you, go it's, to it's, any, yeah.
0: if you go to any westernized or any uh, you know, uh, wealthy nation, we are falling quickly behind the technology and how it. we use technology and how we're living.
2: Politics is falling
0: behind. Wow. They're keeping us oppressed. They're keeping us down. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We're, we're, it's ridiculous.
1: Frank, my friend, tell them where they can find you. We're gonna we're gonna switch over to QAnon and we're gonna we're gonna get real Kevin, my friend. Where can they find you?
0: Who are you? Uh, yeah, I'm in Denver, Colorado. And uh, honestly, you could probably just find me on Facebook. Look for Frank with a C. <laughs> find them <laughs> if I'm not doing anything. Everything's shut down these days. I can't produce, I can't direct. I'm hey, just man. having some wine. That's about it.
1: That's life in Denver. Thank you so much for joining in.
0: Oh. Y'all take care. Thanks for having hey, me hey.
3: on.
1: Bye, oh. Frank. All right. Kevin, what's up? Why that? <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, what? You did you? that up there. I'm going So I've lost the light. and so now I look like Dracula. I, I know, Kevin.
2: <laughs> you look great.
4: What are you doing, my friend?
3: Oh, why are we echoing? That's so weird.
1: Check, check, check. All right, that's much better. Okay, very good. Um, so welcome to the show. Now you do, you do kind of look like Dracula. Oh, he you, no, he does. What you said? Yeah, you look good, baby. Uh, welcome to the show, Kevin. We're gonna be talking about QAnon. Okay, so yeah. I've I've heard I've heard some things about QAnon. I wasn't really paying any attention. Then it got like some big media stuff because we had uh, an elected official who is a huge. What's going on with our curtain? Did we have like a ghost? Did you see that?
2: All right, back to the show. What
1: well, that's I
2: I'm <laughs> watching the show right now in front of us.
1: Um, but we you know, so I, I've read up on some QAnon. We you and I had a, a conversation a while back. It seems like you know a little bit about QAnon. Tell me about QAnon, man. What what are your thoughts about it? You know, what 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 is this phenomenon?
4: Well, one of my best pals is a true believer. So I've oh. been, you know, and he's a really bright guy. So on, yeah, we lost him. Sorry. You can't hear
2: you. One sec. You you
4: know. Talk now. <laughs> I was saying one of my one of my closest pals is a is a true believer in the QAnon conspiracy theories, and so um, yeah, I'm trying to.
2: We had you muted. Start over again,
4: my friend. So just <laughs> talk about <laughs> yeah, that's the um, conspiracy. Go ahead. All righty. Uh, so saying, uh, one of my best pals is is uh, a true believer in the QAnon conspiracy theories. So I've been kind of trying to listen respectfully, and uh, he's a really smart guy, and um, he's very. You know educated on the subject and so ch- just trying to understand what's going on that so many people have, have been drawn into some of these ideas, um, a lot of which may be you know grounded in some basis of reality, a lot of which is pretty fan you know pretty fantastical um, and uh, anyway, I think when we talked that was kind of what we were discussing is is what do you make of the fact that You can't trump so many of these things up to just stupidity or ignorance or, uh, you know, people being duped by social media. Uh, What seems to be happening is that people are they don't they don't trust the um, traditional uh, traditional mainstream media. They don't trust trust the traditional institutions. People are going to other sources. They're they're finding other lights to guide them. and uh, we don't have any sort of real consensus about reality anymore. If there if there ever was, we don't have it now. Um, just kind of give a basic outline of, of QAnon. You know, the New York Times called it an umbrella conspiracy theory, and I think it's because um, so much gets thrown in under that under that label. Um, you know, but basically, you're talking about somebody on 4chan went by the name of Q started dropping what they claimed was like inside secrets about like a deep state plot um to now here i'm going to mix up the details but it has something to do with the fact that the people that control the world are also a satanic cult and they're also engaged in human trafficking um child abuse pedophilia uh maybe even you know harvesting children for this um called like adrenochrome I think it's called is like a a, a a drug that's that's that comes from you know the fear of children and and that and the idea and this is probably the more salient point that that the truth is getting leaked to us in hints and clues through popular culture through things that like Trump is saying or other media personalities are saying that a lot of this these are coded messages and that people throughout the world were were clued into this are all working to decode these messages and so they're constantly feeding new theories like oh you know i saw you know kevin talking on uh talking to this this, this call in america but it's like transparently the cia right and so that whatever like they're looking for these things and they feed the internet with that and other people comment on it and some of these things get dropped some of these things people run with um so it's The best I can do to kind of make sense of this is that it's a, it's a kind of yes and thinking, and um, and I guess Frank would maybe appreciate the analogy here too, like, um, to uh, improv, like 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 if if you're doing improv comedy, um, there's sort of this idea that whatever the person gives you, you say yes to it and you build on that, and I think that a lot of these conspiracy theories have that characteristic where someone doesn't it's not like like i i think there's another way of thinking is like a boxing match like someone puts forward an idea especially an idea that's kind of sensational and then everyone is going to try to beat up that idea and and figure out is this falsifiable you know you know is this does this idea hold water um but there's this there's this yes and form of thinking where instead of doing that and putting an assertion through the ringer instead you just take it and go well yes and and see how it fits into this larger narrative um and there's certainly a lot of you know kernels of truth in in uh i think probably any conspiracy theory probably more truth in in the QAnon ideas than most people would like to really think um i'm just thinking about uh the the fascination of the of the wealthy and powerful with the occult it's probably less than it used to be but well my wife and i were on some travels um, last year, it was just fascinating to visit like some of these, these estates of these extremely wealthy people, you know, from 100 years ago, and they would have really weird cultic, like there's a there's this um, crazy Freemason initiation well in in, in Portugal. And, and this was basically live action role playing for the, for the rich and powerful. But there's that's that's there, you know, and then, and then you have like, you know, the idea of Satanism, well, maybe Satanism isn't like the satanic church wasn't literally that there was uh was literally about the devil it was more sort of uh a, a, a rejection of, of judeo-christian values and so but there's something there that people can a string that people can pull on so anyway that's that's my spiel so i'll just stop abruptly <laughs> you
2: know, i like it He said a lot there like he said
1: more than i was expecting it gives, so. <laughs> a, it gives a lot of
2: intel so yeah if i'm understanding this correctly your perception of it is that it's almost like an elite group that is somewhat coming outward it's being. It's like it's kind of like you said. It's promoting sex trafficking. It's pro- promoting um, child. Um, what is that called? Uh, child trafficking. And mm-hmm. but kind of the elite group with the Trumps and uh, that are behind the scenes. Though is that correct? Is that am I understanding that correctly?
4: Well, I yeah, I think like the main. I guess the main theme is that the, the there are rich and powerful people who are basic Luciferian is what they say. You know, satanic. Mm-hmm who are involved in all these kinds of dark insidious things um, that uh, the Central Intelligence Agency and the NI- NSA are in goal- involved in some like widespread psyops thing to try oh, to... first
2: first caller. We got a call for you, Kev. We
1: got a call for you, baby. Right. I'm loving it. Welcome to Call in America. This is Kelvin Taylor. And Kevin, who's calling and where are you calling from, call Caller. Jesse from Nebraska how you doing baby welcome back which I believe you called it before haven't you
0: yeah I called a couple weeks ago I, I was watching this with this QAnon thing with this guy Kevin is he still
3: on he is yes
1: yeah. absolutely so so Kevin is on uh so we, we're the, the show has kind of changed a little bit go ahead and speak your truth or ask a question and then and then we're gonna and then we're gonna uh, speak to that go ahead
0: oh I was gonna ask I saw all these like really wild documentaries on YouTube about this QAnon stuff I forget the. I forget the lady that had put it together, um, but it was like really, really detailed and very difficult to deny that some of these things might be true. The connection she's made was like really wild. But towards the end of it, she started talking about um, like how part of this QAnon conspiracy is actually that JFK Jr. John John is not actually dead and he's gonna come back like he's like some time traveler and then she's like show these different pictures and do this different stuff out to suggest that he like knew what would happen in this year 2020 and he would return that he was like a friend of donald trump and then if you look at the like eternal flame that's burning at jfk's memorial it's like you pan out from an aerial view it's a cue
2: oh you know anything hey about oh. that is he like tied into that John, John, do you, I mean, do you know anything about that? Do you know
4: anything about that, Kev? Jesse, thank you so much for the call, babe. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna speak to that. Thank you. I don't know anything about that. I, I have heard though that it's, you know, that this conspiracy is, is drawing in all, every other kind of conspiracy, from yeah. flat Earth, I'm sure, to you know JFK stuff, and and, you know, um, I, and I think that's kind of that's kind of the way these things work. The caller mentioned that they were drawing all kinds of interesting connections that were hard to deny. And that's that seems to be how these things work. It's about the connections. It's about putting together a really story, which taken as a whole seems very implausible, right? But by taking a bunch of small assertions or or, or facts which may be somewhat true and, and making a really beautiful web of them. It's all those connections that, that people find so persuasive, I think. And that's part of that yes and thinking where Okay, I'm going to give you three facts none of which maybe you find very compelling, but when I but draw if, a line you, between right. them, then yeah. you start going, "Oh, okay, I see it." You, if you and if, it's honestly to me it's
1: like if you drink the Kool-Aid. Here's the thing, man. I want I want to just take like a little sidestep and uh, just talk about conspiracy theories as a whole, right? Because there's this, you know, this idea that anytime a conspiracy theory is brought up, that oh that person must be crazy. We're we're not going down that rabbit hole, right? And um and, and I feel like there's a lot of shaming. There's a lot of shaming when, when people uh, mention certain things or, or look into stuff or if they kind of believe it. They, they want to they wanna do the yes and, right? And right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say two things to that. Um, so first off, here's the thing. Racism is a conspiracy theory. And th- and that's gonna sound that's gonna sound crazy, right? That's gonna sound crazy, crazy. But you got to look at it like this: there are people living today who who do not believe that systemic racism is 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 a thing, no matter what studies have have they seen or been shown. Um, there are still people to this day who who believe that uh, police brutality is not an issue. It's it, it's not an issue. You know, blue lives matter. Right. And what you're talking about is crazy and untrue, no matter what facts have
2: have they been shown. And so there's I, also the theory that Elvis is still alive. There's the theory that Elvis is alive, right? Michael or, uh, uh, That Michael Jesus Jackson was white.
1: <laughs> that Jesus was white. You know, I mean, listen, the, the thing about it is, is that conspiracies um, are conspiracy and, until you get the the masses to believe it. Right. <laughs> until you get the majority to kind of to say yes. To and you're crazy. And so I think I think we need to kind of normalize this idea that um, I think 2020 has taught us this, right? Like, like stuff is not always as it seems, right? Like we've learned a great deal about 2020. Say what you will about Trump. Say what you will about uh, anybody else uh, that 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 has that has kind of made the news this year. there, there have definitely been some actions that people have taken or not taken, and it has affected Americans. And like that is, that is just the truth, you know. And so, um, people will buy into what they want to buy into. So I think it's, I think it's brilliant that you bring up the yes and because it, it takes in order for something um, wild, it takes participation both by those who could be doing it and those and those who are seeking the truth and those who believe that to be true. Well technically
2: know? everything is a conspiracy theory until that's proven, what I'm right like so yeah, that's what I'm the Watergate scandal was a conspiracy theory until there was hard right. evidence right. around it. Right. right. Like and then it was proven accurate and now it's no longer theory, it's a fact. Well, and even back to the yes and so like I was looking up um, I saw this motto. So apparently the motto of QAnon is also where we go one, we go all. Both. Right. So it's all about in, in absorbing the general the concept of it and everyone heading in the right direction. What do you think it's wrong or right if you're a part of this group? It, it goes in that direction.
1: Oh, I'm still drinking, I'm still drinking my my honey here, and I'm telling you. So uh, it's, it's a, I'm a little tipsy. It's getting me. It's getting me where the good stuff gets you. But uh, you definitely want to drink these frozen. I mean, I'm just I'm definitely supporting the brand. I'm gonna shout them out. These are a frozen drink. You're starting to warm up, so I'm gonna go ahead and put that back in the freezer but uh, so so you know so so yeah man and so the other thing i wanted to say is this is that you, you brought up flat Earth, right and um there's some interesting things about flat earth thinkers man and and honestly like you know i walked away from the democratic party and i just I kind of over my my mind up and i just i just want i want to know you know i want to know things and i want to and i want i want to be told for myself like i want to know because I know because I wouldn't I witness it myself. I don't want to just want to listen to what people tell me. And so I joined the I joined flat earther group. I, I, joined, I didn't tell nobody, but I wasn't like, I'm a flat earther now. Um, which I didn't do, you know, to not, that's not to be shunned. Me. No, no, no. I, maybe I did. I don't know. But anyway, it shouldn't be that way. But I joined this group. And trust me, there, there's, there's, some, there's some nonsense on it. there. There's some like, oh, OK. That, that's just kind of like, that's far-fetched. But then there's some stuff that's like, well, you, you actually spent some time on this. Right. Like you spent some time. you you got some things to back this up. Um, and all I got to do is say, I believe that. That's it. That's it. And then I can start using that same argument. And, you know, it, it's it's interesting. Like I've never been in I've never been in space. Right. So I've never seen the world be round. I only I only know of the world being round because of pictures that I've seen uh, that were shown to me. And because that's what I've been taught. Right. I was also I was also uh, born and raised Democrat. Because that's just what that's just what I was. I'm a black man who happened to be gay. I'm a Democrat, right? Like that's that's what that is. Wrong. That's such a that's such a crazy thing to to do. Christianity, like like growing up in religion, you know, you're not you're not you never had the choice to choose any of those things. They are just put on to you. So I think there's a lot to be said about um, you know, just these these ideas that people think that are that are out there, um, and not shunning them. You know
2: what I mean? Yeah. And so Kevin, you have. Uh... You've had conversations about it, you looked into it. Do you think that it's a real thing? Do you think that QAnon is a conspiracy theory, or do you think that this thing that it actually exists?
4: Oh, it's a conspiracy theory, and I and I absolutely think it's it's not true. I mean oh, wow. like I tried to say, I mean, I think I, there in for every conspiracy theory, for all these things, there are always elements of it which have some elements of truth. Um, but, but no, I, I, I mean, absolutely I don't buy in, but I, Kelvin, I I think you're exactly right that, that we need to try to be respectful of people who have ideas that we think are crazy, even as, even as extreme as, is believing that the earth is flat, because what we, what we should all be realizing is that these people aren't dumb. It's not because they're stupid. They know more about the world, the world's geometry than you or I do. I mean, I, I've never really thought hard about the question at all. Um, that, that conspiracy theorists tend to tend to know way more about the subject than the average person. And we're passionate this about this. Yeah, this is just uh, for me. The the big takeaway is that uh, we, we cannot have consensus on th- anything. We have to have a way of coexisting that's a lot of live and let live, and that doesn't depend yeah. on everybody agreeing on something. Oh, because if smart, intelligent educated people can believe that the world is flat you cannot bully anybody into or educate anybody into thinking otherwise
2: i think um, you do it to, an, to an extent right like so for example i mean once you start getting on some serious talk because i love the the concept of live and let live right like i love that concept but When you start talking about sex trafficking to somebody that has lost a child to sex trafficking, Mm -hmm. or that like now that becomes a different topic, right? Like, you and I are not parents. We don't, we've never been through something like that. We've never been a part of that conversation. It's never affected our lives. But for others, like, no, this is, this This is a, yeah, this this is my
1: story. Yeah. Right. And I think it goes back to what you said, respect. It goes back to the bottom line is respect. Yeah. Just, just respect and mind your damn business. I think that that's the other thing too, man. Mind your damn business. That's not your business. If if this if this person believes what they want to believe, just respect that and move on, you know. Well, and honestly, what the show is about, right? Like, honestly,
2: voice your opinion, but respect the others.
1: That's what the world. This, this show is what the world needs now. You know what I mean? I'm I'm being you know a little bit uh, you know uh, my ego is stroking a little bit, but but I think that the world needs now what the world needs now is just respect and and to mind your own damn business and to mind the business that. Um, I think if you respect and just put yourself in other people's shoes, I think you need to make, make choices that better the community. I think that absolutely matters. If somebody wants to be gay, straight, uh, uh, a flat earther or a Trump supporter, let them be, (laughs) let them be. be Because, you know, I I have, I have, and listen, I'm going to say this. I was debating if I was going to say this or not, but I have friends who, who are, who are Trump supporters. I have family that, that supports Trump. Um, As much as, as much as I don't support Trump, I'm also not, Trump doesn't, Trump doesn't scare me. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I, I am about blocking people. I, I will block ignorance. I don't care. You know what I mean? I believe what I believe and I put it out there. And if you're like, well, that's not true. Well, okay, well, you're blocked. You know what I mean? And I yeah. say, so, but that's the people that I don't, I don't care about. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. you, you don't, you weigh nothing in my life and that's, and I, I don't want to spend time on that, you know, but I, I still believe in my friends. I still believe that, um, that the relationships that we created are amazing. You know what I mean, and I don't, and I I think that it's you know, who who here hasn't been in a dark, you know, not a dark place, but who here hasn't made you know believe something and then you
2: know, like was wrong,
4: you know, and and, and found out that was wrong, you know what I mean? I always felt each of us believes something that the others of us would think is crazy. I'm yeah, sure right. of it. exactly.
2: Well, and was exactly. it Kevin? What is it? It's one of uh Calvin's favorite quotes that you said like. You're only as young as the last time you changed your mind. Come on now.
4: A good friend of mine. I think old. that's from Timothy Leary.
1: <laughs> a good friend of mine told me that. You know, that was a pride, ladies and gentlemen. I always all said, time. That. you're only young as <laughs> the last time you changed your mind. And, I, and that day, when I heard that, I changed my mind on some things.
3: So, <laughs> well, 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 I,
4: I, I want to say, um, I, so I kind of dismissed the Q and on thing, but i nah. thinking about it more. I, I think it is somewhat true as a metaphor. And that's my comment on that. Uh, Do I, you know, uh, I, if you strip I, I, away I, all the supernatural, all the all the criminal conspiracy, th- I mean, there's always yeah. some. You strip away all that stuff, and if the comment is is that there's something corrupt and illegitimate about the halls of power, I think well that that's more reasonable. And I and I'm not sure how literally everybody who buys an QAnon takes some of the crazy claims because it's one yeah. thing to say, yeah, you know, yeah, there you go.
1: Absolutely Ben, I, I think I think that was a, that was a great way to end that segment. Um, Kevin, we're gonna play three things, my friend. We're gonna play three things. This has been a great show. I, I love i I really love the the dialogue that we had on the show, and uh, i'll I'll talk about that in our final takeaway. But uh, we're gonna play three things. Taylor, tell tell the viewers how to play three things. Yeah man. Kevin, have
2: you played three things with us? Yeah,
4: I did. yeah, I called in. Yeah,
2: okay, got it. it. So for all of our listeners out there, please feel free to play uh, three things with us. Just put your answers in the comments. but we're gonna go through three questions. First question is what went well for today? Something you're proud of. Uh, number two is what could have gone better? Your area of opportunity for improvement. And then number three is what you're excited about. We normally do what are you excited about for tomorrow, but you can extend that into the weekend over the next What's seven happening days. In your life. What yeah. are you excited about that's coming down the pipeline in the future? So Kelvin's gonna to get us to start us off. I'm oh. gonna go next, and then Kevin, you're gonna you're okay. gonna wrap it up for us.
1: What went well today or this week? Um what went well for me today? You know, I've been doing a smoothie every single day. I've been doing a smoothie every single day, and I and I, I we have this group called Discover Cooking. If you're not a part of the group, please join the group. It's Discover Cooking on Facebook. You'll see his 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 pretty face, and uh, you should join it today. But uh, it's a great group. We talk about cooking all the time, and uh, I've been posting my shakes on my smoothies that I that I make. And through the group, I have learned to add way more stuff to my smoothies, and um and it's just very very nutritious and like healthy for your mind, your heart, and your body, and just kind of like your uh, your grounding. And so, um, I've been doing that every single day and I love starting my day with that. So that's, what's been going great for me. A missed opportunity would be, um, just, uh, just, just succumbing to bad thoughts. You know what I mean? Like I, 2020 is really about turning things around and seeing things, seeing things through, uh, crystal clear vision. Uh, and it's, it it takes looking into yourself. Right. And so, um, mental health is very, very important. And so, you know, you have to manage it. You have to navigate it. So, uh, allowing yourself to get too deep into dark and ho- to to dark faith, if you will, um, is not always a great thing. So that that's my missed opportunity. And um, what I'm excited about is we are possibly going camping in the near future. So I am super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Tay Tay, go. You, go. Uh,
4: Wait, so- you said you said that under your breath. What did you just say?
2: I said Tay Tay, go. Oh, you said possibly going camping.
1: Oh, oh cool. Sorry yeah. <laughs> possibly going camping in the near future
2: um so what went well today is that i'm getting really good but being so busy lately how to figure out how to shove 15 hours worth of work in like a 10 pound bag you know and like he does it. just getting finding ways to be more efficient finding ways to delegate finding ways to manage differently um and just trying to get it all done in a 24-hour period but within a you know, 10 to 15 hour workday, trying to shove as much as possible in the uh, short amount of time. So that went well today. Um, I feel accomplished there. Uh, What could have done better today is, uh, you know, I had a really long stint of not smoking and working out and eating healthy and not drinking for uh, 45 days. I'm okay with the drinking, but, uh, you know, I started smoking again. So I got to get that under wraps a couple days in. So, Need to get back to the non-smoking version hey of Taylor yo. West. I uh, try to get back over to to that portion. So, but that's pick it up maybe after camping. But what am I uh, excited about? Um, I think camping too. You know, even if it's not camping, just like the weekend. It's been a long week. It's been a long two weeks. Uh, so, even if we go camping and we just chill at the house, just kind of hanging out um, and get back to some of our side projects that we have.
1: Absolutely, know? man. Camping being one of them.
2: Yep, exactly.
1: I love it. Kemo, what worked for you this week? What's a missed opportunity, and what are you excited about coming up?
4: Well, uh, I slept great last night. Darius slept great last night, and if you wake up after you know being knocked out for eight hours, that's about all I can ask for out of life. So that went well. Missed opportunity. Um, I gotta start working out again. I, Hi. you know, we put on a movie. My weights are there. My stuff's there, but I just can't get off the couch. So. At the missed opportunity, and looking forward to. I'm really hoping we can get them on soon this year. Right. Like yeah. we, out in Glendale, I haven't seen but more than a few minutes of rain yet. So. Yeah. Kind of so, hoping that'll happen.
1: I, I I spoke about it earlier. Our curtain is doing like something weird, and I was like, "What is going on?" And it was like a ghost in here. It is storming like crazy outside right now over by us. So You're
4: getting rain. We're getting wind, but no rain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it's just the wind, but. You know, yeah. I saw cat fly by the window earlier. Really. There you go. We gotta, I got to go see Lola. Um, all right, my friend. Well, where can they find
4: you, Kevin? Oh, did you do your three things? That was your three things, yes? Yeah. It was yeah. my three things. Love and it. you can find uh, my startup, ethicaldigital.com. Yes. What is ethicaldigital.com, digital, baby? What is that? It's a agency framework for digital marketing professionals to use. It's a company that Kevin built. Kevin's amazing. Check
1: out his company, Ethical Digital. Uh, Ethical I always mess that up. <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much for being on the show, my friend. This was absolutely amazing. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, guys. This is a lot
3: of fun. You're a lot of fun.
1: You're a lot of fun, <laughs> Kevin. Thank
3: you, guys. <laughs> Definitely check out Kevin's <laughs> work. It's absolutely amazing. I, I, I did uh, yes, have a couple Go musicals. I don't know if you want to see that, that or not, but I did. Um, and uh, he's written he wrote some awesome music for high school high school uh he's got this other company that he did a musical for i don't know if i can use that company so i won't uh but he did this he has another company that he did a musical for and i'm in it and it's fun not because i'm in it but it's just it's, it's a fun bonus but anyway uh it's a fun it's a fun musical and i actually got recognized uh a few months back from so it's cool final takeaway from tonight's show thanks John. uh you know i'm loving the new format yeah that so we're going amazing. I love our guests, right? And what I like a lot too is be able to share the success, and be able to use our platform to help other different businesses absolutely as well. Like going, absolutely. Going back to, you know, fine wine and, uh, enterprises. Like, this is, didn't, I, know, I haven't even tried them yet. I'm going to try it after the show. Um, you know, we're not going you know, no, no. to this. It's really just to help out another company Absolutely. To see what they play. Absolutely. You know, so I, and Honestly, these things are cool. Like, again, I can see, I'm hearing, Love using something like this on the golf course, you know, or taking it when you go camping, or taking it when you go to the poolside. Like, so much easier to drink this than super cool, putting glass by the pool. Super cool. I don't know if they're recyclable, but. Yeah, you know, also I'm you say know what I they are. The plastic, it's classic. You know. People you pull off the stickers too, you could drink it driving you, down the road. Well, okay, well like, not, no. not look do, like not, do not drink and drive, folks. <laughs> do not drink and drive, but you can definitely take this in to a no, no, to I mean, uh, Uber, right? Like, you, can you can take it in white you can get you take it in an Uber a, and they're gonna
2: be like, What is that?" Yeah, you know, for like, sure. It's, it's, it's like a Capri Sun,
3: sir. Well what's your issue? It's my pre natal, my pre vitamin drink before I get my breast milk. I don't know why But anyway. you can certainly take this into Walmart and watch, you know, all the parents out there. Uh drinking watch Karen. Yeah. 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 Karen, Karen has nothing to say about it. Karen approved. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's called uh Fine Wine Enterprises. She's awesome. Her name is Sarah. She owns something, beautiful black woman. And uh support black business, guys. This show is so, the like show is a black it's a black owned business. Well, not even like support. You know? Yeah, but so definitely yeah. absolutely support black business. We're that's definitely our chance of why we're here. Yeah. But it's just a good product, right? It's a good product. The link is in the is in the uh is in the description. Um
2: and their drinks are called love and affection. I love that.
1: What's my final takeaway, Tang? You're supposed to
3: ask me that.
2: So after I get done uh, talking. Uh, Hello. <laughs>
3: All right, baby, what's your takeaway? My final takeaway is that uh, I think I think my feedback on you is that you know, I'm loving I'm loving the new the new, show, the new show format. It's um it's way more um it's it's way better for content element. Of. I can't explain that. you a content creator, but if you are a content creator um, and it's, uh, I, I can't wait to like get more into it. There's, there's a lot of buttons that we can, you know, push to make the you show know, do different things. And I just want to keep evolving, keep evolving. And, uh, and honestly, we, we now offer this as a curse and yep. we, we actually have a gig coming up where we're going to be, um, entertaining and hosting a virtual party. So we can do this for you. We're actually using this in our wedding, our wedding day. you know, wedding change, like, you know, things can changed for the COVID-19 and, uh, this is Part of our evolution. So we are a black owned business. Baby. But we also, do for you. if you are a black owned business or if you're just a small business in general, I want to highlight your product, we're not starting it for it. You. Send your product, well, email us. Hold and on. Let's go. From, hold on. It's not it. No, I put it out there. I make an executive wow. decision. Email us at info at com, and uh, we'll start talking and we'll highlight your product. On the show. I'm in love with it. I'm love with it. Let's do it. It's all about networking and making that happen. Um, also, we have a nonprofit uh that we are supported, we're taking them on kinda of after our little week I I've said before, I'm gonna do a big announcement where I'm gonna have them on and stuff and uh because we we have a new podcast. And these theme songs are our uh our show's and the podcast, so to be for sale as a podcast we chose a song and uh, uh, most of are, uh promotion uh promotion is gonna go most of Anyway, first of course, we're going to go to for our little lead, which is a, uh, a non profit here in Arizona, and it's black owned. So, um, let's go to the school, guys. Take care of each other and yourself. That's our show! How okay, we learned quite soon. We learned quite soon. Thank Oh, yeah. So, oh, maybe I should are going to see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name
1: is Kelvin. I'm Taylor. And that is our show. Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Call on America podcast. Be sure to follow us on all social media YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope. The Call on America podcast is brought to you by the project division of YBS Pros and produced by Y Podcast. Tomorrow's Solutions Today.